Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Break the Cycle. Me, your host, Joshua Smith. I hope everyone's having a wonderful week. We got an awesome show for you guys tonight. I'm very excited about this one. Uh, not just because he's one of my patrons of my show, but because he's uh, he's fighting the good fight. But let's start off with some sponsors. Of course, we have Top Lobster. Dot com, the man, the myth, the legend, my good friend and partner on Break the Cycle, where you can get this great wear the mask cop shirt that I'm wearing today uh, for 10% discount by using BTC at checkout. Or you can join the Patreon, subscribe star, or become a uh, member of this here YouTube channel at the join link below all of my videos uh, where it's like six bucks a month and you can get into a private Discord server where you can get all new Top Lobster gear up to two weeks uh, early at like a 30% discount, so it's really worth it. And, of course, executive producers of the show, AnthemPlanning.com, for all your emergency and crisis planning needs. Check them out today. See what they can do for your business, home, or personal life. They're doing a wonderful job that the government has historically sucked at much cheaper and much more efficiently. Guys, uh, we got a good one for you today. He's a young buck, just uh, the, the young age, the young ripe age of 19. He uh, is one of the hosts of Gumshoe Liberty Podcast. He is uh, also part of the um, the Liberty. Oh God, am I going to mess this up? The Aussie Liberty uh, Coalition or Network. Uh, he is a young man trying to make a difference in the tyrannical state of Australia. How you doing tonight, Liberty Down Under? Look, getting by best I can right now. <laughs> good, good man. Yeah, I can. I imagine it's uh, imagine it's a big mess there. Yes, yes, it is. There's always something new coming out every day we've got to worry about, basically. Yeah, it's 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 daily tyranny. And there's a new law somewhere in the country every day. Yeah, it's wild, man. We're we're watching over here going, hey man, maybe we shouldn't, you know, maybe we shouldn't give up our guns. You know, it's probably a bad idea. Uh but why don't we start at so you're a young guy, you're 19, you're fighting for liberty in a place where they are increasingly trying to take it away from you. Uh, but what's your, what's your story, man? How did you come to these uh, these ideals of liberty? What was that journey like? I've had I've had a very rocky journey. So I started out in 2016 um, supporting Hillary Clinton as a social democrat, as a sock dem, uh, watching the 2016 uh, election. Then you know, moving forward from there, in 2017 we had a, a same sex plebiscite, a same sex marriage plebiscite in in Australia, which is a, a voluntary vote nationwide. Uh, basically, a, a postal survey to in, to inform the MPs, Dan Canberra, about how to vote on that. So, you know, I, I was more of an, like an old school leftist, you know, pro free speech, that sort of stuff. Uh, talking to a, a gay and a lesbian at school, and they were basically saying like we shouldn't even let the the, uh, the Christian right speak their piece on on gay marriage because their opinion is automatically wrong. So they don't have that right to have that free speech. Uh, so the context where I am, uh, Toowoomba is. The middle of the Australian Bible Belt, basically, so very conservative. We voted against gay marriage, fifty point eight to forty nine point two percent, I think. We were one of only a couple places to do that. Uh, so you're very, very Christian, very conservative. Um, and you know, hearing people say that like we shouldn't be letting, we shouldn't even be letting people speak their piece because they're automatically wrong. You know, really turned me off the PC left. Um, you know, but. By 2018, you know, I was watching uh, Trevor Noah and John Oliver on, on YouTube, uh, but then came across Stephen Crowder in uh, Recommended and watched a couple of his shows, you know, became basically a neocon by the end of 2018, uh, thanks to uh, Stephen Crowder. Uh, and then by 2019, you know, we in Australia, we've had three conservative prime ministers in, since, since 2014. They've been changing roles and that sort of stuff. So un unlike America, where you guys elect your president and he's left the term, uh, it's just the party that our prime minister is chosen uh, from the members of parliament as the, uh, the party leader and the party leader then becomes prime minister. So we've had changes there. And I, I don't like the, the current guy. We have uh, Scott Morrison. So, you know, it was turned off of uh, conservatives by him and also by, uh, I then came across Ben Shapiro. I didn't really like him. 
and and then slowly came across the ideas of libertarianism and you know that, that was really interesting to me so by 2019 you started you know looking at classical liberal stuff and 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 the like by 2020 of course i made it to to minarchy but uh as as a law student like i didn't feel that i could become an ancap and also you know become a lawyer at some point i felt that those two didn't go together very well um but of course what we've seen with kinsella that that's definitely possible but seeing the COVID laws that we've had in Australia basically pushed me over the edge. You know, you know, I was an ANCAP by middle of 2020 and then started, you know, reading heavily about uh, libertarian theories. So that's basically a summary of, of my journey to where I am so far. So in four years, went from a leftist to a neocon to an ANCAP. That leftist to ANCAP pipeline is real, buddy. Yeah, it's real. Yes, it is. Uh, I, I mean, what, what, what were, uh, what are some of your favorite uh, uh, writers, economists, stuff like that? I mean, were you a big Rothbard fan or what? Uh, mainly uh, Mises, but also also Rothbard. They're probably my main two. Sure. Have you have you made it all the way through Human Action? No, but I do own it. <laughs> it's that's, so that's so hard. That's that's to read. That'd be like a year's worth of reading there, basically. It's hard, man. I, I'm on my. I think yes. I'm on my third read through now, dude. And it's just like, and I've been reading it. I feel like I've been reading that damn book for six years straight legitimately that's what it feels like to me uh and it's just so hard man but it's a good it's good it's just not a good starting yes. it's not a good starting point that's for sure uh so i tried reading uh mises socialism and that was a that's a long read as that's well, a long that read too mises mises was uh uh very long-winded when he was writing <laughs> you know yes there's no doubt about it um but uh so so tell me tell me about when this stuff happened when this stuff started back in 2020 march of 2020 i was in california uh, which is, you know, like our little Australia here, uh, unless you're, you count New York too. Um, and uh, I, I knew I had this feeling, you know, I was traveling all over the country, going to all these, uh, going to all these um, state conventions because I was running for chairman of the Libertarian Party here, and uh, and they shut me down basically. They started shutting down conventions around the country, and I'm going, huh. Uh, I feel like this isn't just going to be over real quick. You know, this is probably, we're going to, in my head, I'm like, we're probably going to be shut down for a couple of weeks. That was, that was my first thought, you know? And so, um, when I wasn't able to go to work, cause I worked in a skilled nursing facility, I had a stuffy nose or something. And they're like, you're going to have to get a COVID test. And they were only testing 500 people a week in California at the time. It was insane. Very hard to get a test. Um, so I told them, I was like, well, you guys are probably going to have to find yourself a new maintenance director. <clears throat> and I hopped on a plane. And flew to Iowa to be with my girlfriend for a couple weeks. So, like, I'm just going to come hunker down with you for a couple weeks and then I'll go home. And, you know, uh, that did, obviously didn't work out because California uh, literally started a 24-hour lockdown five minutes after my plane took off. And uh, I wasn't going home to that. And it never – it just never changed, right? Um, but I've been in a place where – in Iowa where it's pretty relaxed. Uh, people are going about their daily life doing exactly the same shit they were before the pandemic. Uh, we're not, you know, we don't have these like record numbers of deaths happening. Uh, we all, you know, we've been to Adventureland with the kids six times on the season passes. Nobody's wearing masks. Uh, everybody's out at the bars and restaurants and there's no social distancing. Nobody's doing anything here. Uh, what has it been? What was it like in the start of the of the COVID pandemic in Australia? I mean, because you guys have never had large numbers there ever no no uh we have more cases right now than we did at, at the start of covid so yeah i spent the first month month and a half you know being like okay if, if it's here for like two weeks or a month or whatever you know that's fine yes it's because i started as, as minarchist but by the time we hit the two months in so may you know by the time we hit may i was you know basically we had to become an end cap seeing you know this is this, this isn't going away anytime soon and we're seeing that still today, like it's getting worse and worse, basically with every, every day it's, there's a new law being passed, you know, it's always getting like, there's a uh, right now they've just uh, said to Victorians that if you live outside of the state, uh, you can't come back in without a, a vaccine. So we are at that point. So no one in 2020 expected to get this bad this fast. So wait, are you telling me that if you travel outside of your like area, you have to get a vaccine to come home? So right now there are two states with really, really strict border policies. Uh, my state, Queensland, uh, we started it. We said, uh, I think it was last week, the, the Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk said basically 14 days, we're going to close the border to all travel. Even if you, you know, if you're a Queenslander who's outside of the state, you know, if you're in New South Wales and you're a Queenslander, oh, well, have fine for two weeks uh, because how we've been doing things here is instead of quarantining in home at, at your home, you had to go to um, hotel quarantine in like a, an apartment building or in a hotel or something like that, that there was 
government was covering, uh, and that that got full, and she closed the border to to all all Queenslanders that said you can't come back into the state for two weeks. And then, of course, within a few days, she let the wives, girlfriends, and children of a hundred football players in. Oh, sure, uh, but sure. then, <laughs> of course, but, but then at the same time, just I think yesterday actually. We just we recorded the Gumtree of Liberty podcast episode one yesterday. We missed this by about an hour. Uh, Dan Andrews, the Premier of Victoria, said basically, if you, you know, if you're a Victorian who lives outside of the state, like you, like you're, if you're stuck in New South Wales because of their their um, quarantine and their COVID rules, you can't come back into Victoria uh, unless you get a one jab of the COVID at least, one one COVID jab at least. Uh, so. If you're in a, the, the border bubble area, you've got 14, I think it's 14 days to get an exemption. But for everyone else, if you don't get at least one jab of the COVID vaccine, you, you can't get back into your own state. That, that's the point we're at now. That is fucking insane, dude. Like, that's out, that's outrageous. Can you imagine, like, look, you're going to take this this vaccine or you can't go home. Like, that's that's far. That's even far further past what I thought it was over there. Like, I, I, I was under the impression that it was pretty bad. But that's really bad. No, it's, it's even worse here. So that that's the laws. The people support this and have been pushing for it. Jesus. And, yeah, and how so do you... the people will ask these laws to be passed? Of, and of course they will. And you know, we ha- thankfully we have half the country here is telling everybody to go eat their ass, and the other half is 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 like trying to get people uh, to be forcefully forcefully vaccinated. So it's it, you know, thankfully we have such a big population, and there's such a big contingent in this country. But you guys are a much smaller population. What was the uh, population of Australia again? It's uh, a twenty five point something million. Yeah, it's very small. I mean, it's like it's like uh, it's like Texas, man. Yeah, and considering that we're the sixth biggest country, so it's their population dense in a few in a few points. That compared to other places in Australia, so compared to say America, like Dallas or or anything like that, it's not very population dense, even in the even in the major cities. But mm-hmm. for us, it is. And then, but the rest of the country is is very sparsely populated. Yeah, it's, it's just crazy. I mean, can, I, can't you guys just go take over like tons of land in the fucking in in the outback and just like tell tell the government to get fucked? I mean, that's what you know. I think one guy did that in Western Australia. He formed his own country on his on his farm, but it was it was never you know he never got really got any, do anything on it. And then when he died, he passed it on to his son, and then his son just abdicated. The, it was basically a a monarchy with like just the family as being the citizens of their state, but it never really did anything. So, you know, it's, it's, and it's a lot harder now to do that than it was back then. I think there was, I don't know why exactly they are allowed to create their own state. I presume there was some loophole in the law or something like that, but yeah, it's, it's very, it's very hard. Like even if you go out back, you know, there's still police there. And and I know in in South Australia right now, they've got that, the COVID app, uh, you've got to send a photo of where you are to the police you, you got fifty, so they'll text you if you're in isolation or quarantining or something like that, and you've got fifteen minutes to send a photo back to the police of where you are right now, and then if if you don't, they'll come out and get you no matter where you are. So a lot of South Australia is is pretty rural, um, but no matter where you are in the state, the police will come and get you. That is legitimate, like 1984 shit, dude. Like that is crazy. Crazy! You guys are all being treated like 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 criminals, man. Like you're on house arrest, like legit house arrest. That's the kind yeah, of shit. Island. Yeah, that's well. That's the kind of shit they do on house arrest. I mean, you know, if your PO calls you, you got 15 minutes to get it back to them, where they're going to send the police over your house, or or you know, you got to. It's the same thing as having a, an ankle bracelet, right? If you leave, they know, and they're going to come get you, and they're going to arrest you. In Sydney, at least, they've been doing door knocking. So the police would go around, do the rounds, knocking, knocking everyone's doors, make sure they're at home because they've got a, a stay-at-home order right now. There was one story I shared a few weeks back of a guy who left his house in his car to get some fresh air. The police came to his house. He wasn't there. They waited for him to get back. When he got back, he got fined for going in his car to get some fresh air. Well, what are the what are the fines like over there? Uh, so it's, it's quite high... Um, I, I know they were looking at passing laws in, in New South Wales. If you organize a protest, it's $20,000 uh, for a fine. If you incite protesting online and encourage people to go, it's 11000 And actually attending is 5500 I know that lower figure has been used in Victoria, New South Wales. I don't know about the two higher figures, but there was one guy, Anthony Kalouf, who was a 
big figure on, on Instagram, 20,000 plus uh, followers. And he was arrested for organizing protests and got eight months in prison for it. Eight months in prison for organizing a peaceful protest. Yeah, so there's 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 a great video from the uh, Victorian Police Commissioner last year saying, you know, it's a it's a human right to be able to protest, and that was when we had the BLM protests. Of course, you know, yeah, of course, is that that suddenly changed? Suddenly, there's been a change in inherent human rights between 2020 and this year. Oh my God, man! I really, I really feel for you. I mean, I, so we we're seeing all these videos online of of people, uh, especially it was look like it looked like Melbourne, Mel, Melbourne. I always say it, super Americanish, uh, and uh, and New South Wales. I think I saw they were like these big protests. I mean, huge fucking protests. There was tons of people at them. Right? What's going on with that? I mean, yes. are those just are they have they smashed those or what? Yes, if they'll try and arrest as many as they can who go to them. Uh, in Brisbane, which is the capital of Queensland, where I am, the police just watched the protesters because it well, it was peaceful and we weren't in, in lockdown. If you went to Sydney for the protest, there were around a 1,000 cops out. Uh, plus, there's 800 soldiers deployed in the city as well. If they needed them, they, they could call in the military. Um, and they were arresting protesters there. And then in Melbourne, uh, protesters had flares and the like, and they, and they broke the police cordon and it ended up with violence, you know, you got police using uh, capsicum spray and rubber bullets and that sort of stuff. So, you know, capsicum spraying or was it pepsi? No, pepper spraying um, children and that sort of stuff. You know, there was a one, a twelve-year-old girl who wasn't wearing a mask. This is about a week before the protests, and the police were, I think, they pepper spraying her for not wearing a mask, even though you have an exemption if you're twelve or under for not wearing. If you don't want, if you don't wear a mask and you're twelve or under, that's that's legal. Uh, but they went after this girl for being 12 and not wearing a mask. So that's the point we're at right now. Oh, it fucking pisses me off so bad, man. It makes me it makes me so mad. Uh, we got a we got a su- first super chat. Thanks, Rich Clark. Five dollar super chat. Appreciate you, man. He says, uh, "Is it hard to get ammo in Australia? Australia needs three printers." Also, what's up with Quillette? Uh, so I'll try and do those one by one. Uh, so ammo. Um, it's about as hard as it is to get a gun. So to own a gun here, you've got to either be like rural, like a farmer, or you've got to be part of the gun range, um, a part of the gun club with a gun range. Uh, we do have more guns now than we did in 1997 after the gun buyback program. So the leftists will say, you know, we've got more guns than we did then. So therefore, stop complaining about gun control you have more guns, but uh, the proportion of households that own firearms has gone down by seventy five percent. Oh my goodness! Uh, m- most people who buying who are buying firearms already own firearms. Uh, then with three D printing um, in New South Wales, it's illegal to own the information to three D print guns. They tried to pass it in Queensland, didn't get passed here, but it was passed in New South Wales. And then with Quillette, uh, they're basically Cato. Um, you know, they support like they were making a conservative case for for lockdowns, and uh, their founder Claire, oh yeah, whatever Lima or something like that. Um, she was going on and saying on, on Twitter and saying, you know, mandatory voting is good. A lot of libertarians don't like it, but it's good. And you know, I was I was in the comment section, just not happy about that one because you know that's coercion right there. You know, if you're going to coerce someone to vote. And then you're gonna say it's good. Don't be a libertarian. So I, 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 I don't like gatekeeping, and I've, I've been active against that on Twitter. You know, don't, don't gatekeep for that sort of stuff. But when you, you know, when you're supporting coercion like that, uh, I don't think you, can, I don't think you can actually call yourself a libertarian because that's a, that's a key principle for libertarianism. You need no, no coercion. Yeah, that well, violates the NAP. Well, let's talk about that. I don't think a lot of people understand what this is in Australia. In fact, it was something that I wasn't aware of uh, until I until I because uh, is it newer the compulsory vote voting? No, it's been about a hundred years. Has it has it been a hundred years? Okay, I knew it was Queensland. Queensland was nineteen fifteen. We were the first state to do it by by the mid nineteen twenties. It was federally. Is Sydney is Sydney compulsory vote voting too? I thought there was a part a part of Australia that wasn't. No, it's it's nationwide. It is nationwide. Okay, so when I interviewed Senator Lionhelm uh, several years ago, he was talking to me about that, and I had no clue that that was what was going on in Australia. You guys are required to vote. Yeah, and it's, it's not even like on a on a 
on a week on a weekday. It's, it's every Saturday. The, the elections are always on a Saturday, so you've got to go out of your way on a weekend, go to the polling station, line up to vote. Uh, I think they do. I think that's been done because we have mandatory voting, so that way they can get more people through. But it means you got to, you know, waste you you waste your uh, weekend to do it. And then, of course, I get flack from Americans and 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 Brits for you know voting for turning up the vote. But I'm like, if I'm going to be there, I might as well at least have some fun and you know vote for minor parties and at least screw them over, right? And make make it a bit interesting like that. If I'm if I'm really going to be there, you know. Like, although, you know, as an ANCAP, I'm like, yeah, voting, voting doesn't do much. You can't vote your way to freedom. Uh, but the sense I've taken, uh, I think I spoke about this on the Lines for Liberty podcast that I did a few weeks ago. And I said, basically, like, I vote for libertarian parties, the liberal Democrats. And they, used, as you said, David Lionhelm was their federal senator that they elected. Um, he was great, man. To federal parliament for two terms. He was he was he like was Australia's Ron Paul, man. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, yes, basically. Uh, that's what we do refer to him as. He's, he's not as good as Ron Paul, but as far as Australians go, he's the best we have. Um, yeah, he famously refused to pay um, the license to have a pool in his backyard and got taken to court for it and had to pay a, a fine for it, yeah. which is, you know, definitely at least, at least he's showing that he's consistent and principled. But Well, I remember him. I yes, remember so- watching him read Mises, like, in Parliament. Like, I watched him do it. That was before yes. I had ever interviewed him. He busted out a book and started reading Mises in Parliament. I was like, oh, my God. This guy's the best. I gotta find him. I gotta talk to him. He's great. Yeah, he he's he is pretty good. There's um with when it comes to libertarian ideas, but yes, yeah, so I I vote for the Lib Dems, Liberal Democrats, which is his party, just because you know if they get more more votes, because although, although we can't win because having mandatory voting and then having uh, preference voting, you know, it means that the the two big parties are mostly going to get in every time because most people who are who like don't care about the election are going to vote for one of the two big major parties that they know of. Um, and they're going to get more of the vote. But yeah, the other way I see it is, you know, if you vote for libertarian parties, even if there's classical liberals, um, then of course they're going to get more percentage of the vote at the end of the election. Then they're going to get more media coverage. People are going to, you know, look at their platform and we could win a few converts to the libertarian ideas. So even though, you know, we can't create like a political change with it really, or not to a great extent, you can win the cultural war. And I think right now in Australia, that's the biggest problem we have. We've got a, a culture of submission. Sure. I mean, I know we were talking about this before the show went live. Uh, I, I visited Perth, Australia when I was in the Navy. It was honestly one of the funnest, like, six days of my life. I loved Perth, Australia. Uh, it was amazing. Um, and and it was so laid back. I mean, like, I had never in my life been some, you know, I coming from, uh, big city, California, or the suburbs outside of big city, California and the big city, California. Um, you know, I was used to this like pace of life that was just like, go, 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 go all the time. Just wild. You got to work three jobs. You got to, you got to try to go to school. You, you know what I mean? Kids, there people are trying to raise kids. It's very hard to live there. And then I went to, I went to Perth, Australia and everyone's like, Hey, what's up, man? Hey, you know, everyone's kind of slow and at the bars and going to, going out to eat all the time. And it was just, everyone was so like happy go lucky. It was just a culture that I was not used to at all. Uh, but that culture is kind of coming back to bite you all in the ass right now, isn't it? Yeah, so that that laid backness is is a, is a burden right now for us. A lot of people, you know, will say on, online to myself and a few other Aussies, you know, like if only you had guns, then you'd be able to, you know, stop this. But well, America, you guys have guns and you still have tyranny. Uh, it's not as bad as it is down here, but it will it will get that way. <laughs> you at heard some that, point. America? You heard that? Damn. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. But but basically, like the argument I took is losing those guns in 1996 after the. Uh, Port Arthur Massacre is a symptom, not the actual illness itself. So the stance that I've taken is, you know, if people gave up, if people didn't give up their guns, it wouldn't, you know, stop tyranny per se, but it would show that we didn't have a mindset of submission. So the same mindset that caused us to give up our guns 25 years ago is the same mindset right now that people have submitting to the the state. Like we've got people who, you know, are calling the police, reporting on their neighbours, you know, people who are saying that if if you're anti-lockdown, you're pro-COVID and a traitor. So that, that mindset of, of submission to the state is the same mindset that caused us to, to give up our guns. So it's not the lack of guns per se, it's the mindset that caused us to have the lack of guns that I think is the main culprit here. Are you saying that there's prison island snitches? <laughs> oh, yeah, yes. <laughs> so we've got, there's one guy on Twitter who, none of, I've got a group of about, of about three dozen Aussies on, on Twitter. None of us like him. He's a guy called PR Guy. 
He's got around 30,000 followers. Uh, he's he's in, in uh, Melbourne, Victoria. And, you know, yeah, he was so he was saying, you know, call the police, report a, report a traitor. Uh, famously said that if you are anti-lockdown, you're pro-COVID, um, all that sort of stuff. So it's, it's very fun down here, but people are, people are applauding tyranny. And they want they want it to be locked down to be harder and faster. Yeah, at this point, uh, it's hard not to be pro COVID some days. You know what I mean? Uh, so, <laughs> you, know, just, you know what I'm saying? It's like God. Can you just leave the people a fuck alone? Look, if you don't want to be around sick people, don't go out of your house, man, because people are sick. Uh, we've criminalized becoming sick. Like we've literally made it a crime to get sick in this in 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 the world, not just the country. Yeah, it's a it's a mindset and and a a mentality that is going to take decades to reverse decades. And, uh, and, and if we, the, the remnant of people who are still logical enough to understand that a lot of this is bullshit, uh, don't stand up and push back. It'll take longer than decades. It'll take a century, uh, to get yes. over this, this mentality that, that it's okay to lock us in our homes and stomp on our, our heads and, and mace our children and, and muzzle and mask our children. Um, it's something that we have to fight back against like right away. Like we cannot, you know, and that's, it's one of the reasons why I like people like Dave Smith being so urgent about it. And Tom Woods being so urgent about it. It's like, it's like, no, 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 we need to, we need to oppose this shit now, right now. Not, not, okay, we'll wait a couple weeks. Like we need to be opposing it right now, right now. Yeah. We're, go, we're all going to be Australia. Hi kids. Do you like violence? Yeah. Are you sick to death of pussyfooting around the truth while being constantly fed lies by news and big tech tyrants? If so, then come join me, Dan Smots, on The System Is Down, where we get weird, have fun, and dig into all the dangerous taboo topics like conspiracies, politics, religion, culture, current events, and everything your family just prays you don't bring up around the Thanksgiving dinner table. And I know that reality is scary to some people, so if you're easily offended, just ignore this and go back to making cat memes or whatever. But if you're ready to change the world for the better, come join me on The System Is Down at tsidpod.com or wherever you get podcasts. That's T-S-I-D-P-O-D. Com because the system is down and truth is taking over. It's all going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, w- unless we become the Australia that, or the, the America that Australians wish we were. <laughs> um, no good, no tax, good guy. $5 super chat. Thanks, man. He said, what are the taxes like over there? Yeah, what are you guys? You guys got high taxes, right? Reasonably high. Um, I think the highest tax breath is around... Around fifty percent for the highest tax. I can I, I can check that now. But I know, for example, we've got a very high. Uh, we've got we've got a GST, which is a goods and services tax, which is ten percent on all goods that aren't you know, like fresh fruit and veg and that sort of stuff. So that's on basically everything. I think taxes you got forty two percent on beer, twelve uh, percent on cigarettes plus the GST. And so it's over fifty percent, I think, for uh, for like wine and that sort of stuff. Did you say forty two percent on beer? Yeah. Oh my god, that. Makes so I'm, really I'm, really I'm, just, I'm just trying to pull that up now, but I think it's forty two percent on beer, and it's fifty percent on fifty uh, plus percent on other types of alcohol. It just it depends on what the alcohol is, but uh, plus they got the twelve percent uh, tax on on cigarettes Tobacco. as well. Yeah, dude, that's crazy. That's insane. Could you imagine, like, you want to go have a beer and you got to pay almost fifty percent more than the price of the beer just to have a fucking beer? It is. It, it is more. It is more than fifty percent because you also got the uh, the GST as well, which is another ten percent on top of that. So it's, it's even higher. That's like a sell some um, kind of sales tax. Yeah, it's GST. So it's goods and services. So it's it's on all oh, all, and all goods and services that are being sold. Yeah. My God. So yeah, the tax the tax on gin and whiskey is fifty seven percent, third highest in the world, and on beer it's forty two percent, which is the fourth highest in the world. My God, man, you guys are just getting slammed over there, dude. Every which way you look, uh, Ryan Bradford, thanks for the five dollars super chase, and for Josh's nine hundred kids building forty pound gazebos worldwide. Absolutely, you're absolutely right. Uh, one of these days, I'm hoping that the the gentleman who did the uh, the 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 900 pound gazebo uh, Twitter post will come in here and drop a super chat. That would be savage. If we can make that happen. Um, so so I, f- I found this tax. I found a tax rate for you. Yeah. Yeah. So if, if you, 120,000, 180,000 is 37%, 45,000 to 120,000 is 32.5. And then the highest tax bracket is a 45%. 
And I think that that tax covers everything. We don't have like income tax for state and federal. It's, it's all just, I think, I think it's all just done together as far as I know. So it could be wrong because I, so the tax, it's, it's all one big bundle. Yeah. It's all, so you guys don't have like a state tax and a federal tax, not something that you guys deal, deal with, deal with there. Cause here we got, we have the state tax. Yeah. Then we have the federal tax. Then we have sales tax. Then we have, uh, you know, tax to, to register our cars and, uh, sin taxes and cigarette taxes and wine taxes. So really like when I was living in California, you, you pretty much, you end up paying almost damn near 50% of everything you make in the yes. state anyways. Uh, so it's gotta See, be, it's gotta be close. As far as I know, and I could be wrong, but we haven't had any in our state level income taxes since world war two, I think from, from memory. Um, and then, of course, you've got your local council rates and whatnot, but it is mainly the federal taxes, which is, you know, mid-30s. Sure. Sure, man. That's, uh, man, that's fucking crazy, dude. So so let's talk a little bit about uh, uh, the Aussie Liberty Network, uh, Gumshoe, the Gumtree, uh, Gum, God, Gumtree Gum Liberty Tree. Podcast. I keep messing that one up because I, I think Gumshoe in my head, right? Like the sleuths, the, the, the detectives. Yeah. Um, but, but tell me about what you're doing, man. So you're trying to build this coalition. You're trying to get these people out here to, to fight back. What's going on there? So the plan is with, with the gum tree of Liberty, it's a play on Jefferson's, um, tree of Liberty quote, uh, but with gum tree, cause we're Aussies. So we've got the gum tree, you know, we're that little bit different to you guys. So that's, we're trying to play on that. I, uh, that was suggested by one of the people in our, in our chat on Twitter. We've got about three dozen Aussies in a Twitter group chat and then, think about another dozen in the, or more than that, probably like 18 or so in the ALN, the Aussie Liberty Network. Um, And the idea with that is, you know, to get up a website, we're going to be covering uh, journal, well, the news articles on on current affairs and political articles and also have uh, our podcasts up there. So we've currently got this one and, or Gumtree of Liberty, and then we could be adding in a couple more. I think we're looking at doing one on economics. Uh, we've got two guys who are passionate about Austrian economics who are doing a podcast, possibly. We're trying to get that off the ground. So it is it is right now still early days, but we are working on it. We've got a um, – we found an Aussie who happens to be both libertarian and a web designer, so we're paying him to design a professional website for us. So it, it's all – it'll take about another month to get it up off the ground entirely, but we are working on that slowly but shortly. Sure. And, yeah, so the, the, the Gumtree podcast, we did a live stream last weekend at, at – 12 hours notice just to get it out in advance before we did the podcast, which was meant to be recorded on Monday. It ended up being recorded on, on Wednesday, our time. And then it's, was, it's been up for about 12 hours on YouTube. And over the next two weeks or so, it'll be trickling out onto all the different podcatchers. We're just waiting them to verify us and that sort of stuff. But that, that is definitely in the works here. Yeah, man, I know that struggle, dude. When I first started doing the podcast, I'm like, I'm like, man, I'm only on one podcast app. What's going on here? You know, and then and then like another day, you're like, oh, I'm on another one. Okay, cool. And then all of a sudden, you're on like 40, and you can't figure out where the hell your podcast is at anymore. People are like, what <laughs> podcaster are you on? I'm like, I don't, I don't even know anymore, dude. Like the the RSS feed, yeah, the RSS feed has a mind of its own, man. You just, it's like it's yeah. it's still even now. I've been doing the show. I started the show March of 2020 when I started doing audio episodes, like four episodes, and then I took a year off because life happened. Uh, and then I started back up again this March and now I've done uh, tomorrow will be my hundredth episode, uh, since last March, March or this March. I remember, I remember, I remember I followed you back in March of this year and you then sent me a message saying that, it, that you just released your eighth episode. Yeah. And I, I had found you the day before, I think, uh, and watched episode seven. So oh, I wonder yeah, what... I've been, I've been here since almost the very start for the for this podcast nice man i appreciate it. yeah we're at uh we're at uh, t- today's t- today's 99 right yeah this yes. is this is episode 99 uh and so we will be at uh episode 100 tomorrow dude that's just crazy to me man i don't it's like it's like you're doing the show but you don't realize how fast the show goes by if you're like doing you know what i mean it's crazy yes. what was i want to see what episode number seven was now what, what was the first show you watched oh it was drew drew uh hancock yeah good old drew hancock yes. love that guy man um let's see we got we got some more super chats we can address here uh rich clark thanks for the five dollar super chat he said america's guns allow us to drive the speed limit toward tyranny australia has no tyranny speed limit that feels like the michael malice court but yes yeah a little it's close it, you know it's always about the speed limit and the liberty the liberty movement um 
Tyler Yonke, thanks, man, for the $5 Super Chat. Uh, by the way, Tyler Yonke will be coming on the show, I think, next week or the week after. I can't remember. Uh, he says 50% tax on Aussie beer, so taxes really do stifle ingenuity. And, uh, yeah, because you guys are – what do you got over there? Fosters? Is that it? Actually, Fosters. Australia, Fosters. Australians hate Fosters. VB. Right? Yeah, most of us don't like it. We've got uh, Fosters, VB, and Forex are uh, the main three. No Budweiser? Are you guys, I, I always think it's funny when other countries have like Budweiser or Miller or any of that shit, and to them so it's we, like so, yeah, we, we, yeah, we do have those, but they they they, they aren't made locally. They, those are our three uh, main. Oh, and and Bundaberg as well. Bundaberg rum. There's a few. Yeah, we but it's like those are import beers to you. To us, they're just domestics and they're shit. And it's so funny because like I know you know there's other countries that are like oh Budweiser's the best beer. And I'm like oh god, it's fucking horrible. But um. I don't remember what I was drinking when I was in Australia, man. I went to I was in Perth and I went to all these nightclubs and shit because I was only I was only nineteen, and uh, you know it's like it's like I had been to Hong Kong, Singapore, and then Bahrain a couple times, and then uh, we were supposed to do this year long world cruise, but then they they declared war while we were in the Gulf, so it was like we only got to do those places, and then we went to Perth on the way home, and then Hawaii, and so it was like. You know, I was drinking in these ports because I was only 18, 19, but I was able to drink because other other countries, you only have to be 18 or even younger. Um, and I remember just partying it up in Perth, Australia, dude. But we went to this this bar called the Postal Post Office, the Postal Service or something like that. It was a lot of fun. They had like live band and all this stuff. Um, and, uh, and then on the way home, we stopped in Hawaii and I tried to go to a bar and they're like, oh, no, 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 you can't. You can't come into this bar. You're not old enough. I'm like, motherfucker, I just went to war. And I was drinking two weeks ago in Australia. You know what I mean? Now you're gonna you're gonna let me drink in my own country. Uh, it was pretty. It was pretty funny. Um, yeah, it, it, it's 16 where I am in Queensland, so it's it's, it's changes in every state. But it's 16, you can drink beer on private property with adult supervision, and then 18 to buy maybe alcohol. The, maybe that's how they got you guys because we got to be 21 to drink here, right? So maybe maybe they relaxed you guys out at 16 with a couple of Fosters, right? And then they were like, and now we can get away with all the tyranny we want. They're all drunk. Yes, <laughs> although I, I did, I did, I did hear that they're limiting the amount of alcohol you can buy in Victoria. I, don't, I haven't checked that yet. I only was only was sent that this morning, but apparently they could be limiting the number, the amount of beer you can buy to I think six bottles. Okay, or well, cans. Yeah, that's uh, that's wild. I haven't verified that, but that is that is possible. That was just sent to me this morning on Twitter. Yeah, that's that's just the 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 amount of it's like it's like you have a, a government that is literally sitting around looking for ways to oppress you more. Like that's what they're doing there. Yeah, that's insane, dude. That's just absolutely insane. Uh, no good, no tax, good tax. Thanks for five dollars super chat. He said, uh, "Do you all have red stripe there? Beer, red stripe beer. Have you ever tried it? It's Jamaican beer. It's good." Yes, I have. If we have it, I haven't heard of it. Comes in the little, I, little I, brown I bottles. They're little little tiny round bottles. I don't know. They're good. I am more more inland, so it could be that it hasn't reached here because of the the, the cost of travel or something like that. But I I haven't heard of the of Red Stripe. No, sure, sure. Uh, Rogue Liberty Podcast, my my good friend uh, from from uh, across the pond. He says uh, five dollar five dollar uh, euros five euro. Uh, uh, super chat. He said, "Nothing but love for Britain's cousin down under. Really concerned for what's going on there. How is Kanzuk is meant to work while Australia is like this?" <laughs> I I have no idea. I mean, I'm not a big fan of Kansas myself, but um, for those for those who don't know, it, it which I'm guessing is a lot of Americans they wouldn't know. It's basically the proposal of Canada, Australia, UK, New Zealand, creating like an EU style um network between those between those four countries, a EU style network of some sort. Um, it's been a proposed. I don't think it's coming in much into into force. We do have the Five Eyes surveillance. Uh, things that which I think most Americans know about, which is which includes uh, New Zealand, Australia, UK. So we are involved in in that. I think New Zealand's in the Five Eyes. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not a big fan of Kansas myself as as an end cap. And you know, for the very basic idea, you know, that it's basically four countries who you know are currently racing to the sea who can be the most tyrannical when it comes to COVID. But so if if it was to, you know, become a thing, I don't think other states would really care because, you know, New Zealand locked in over one case. So they'd yeah. be happy to, you know, be with us because we're all, we're all basically very much similar. Dude, dude, New Zealand has such a low population that they could have got over with that, with the, uh, with the, the COVID pandemic in like two weeks if they had just let it go. 
Instead, they're locking down every time they get one case, and it's just going to prolong it literally forever. They could have been done. It could have been over in, in 14 days. I mean, everyone in the country could have got it. 14 days, it would have been over. It just blows my mind. So, so we, we laugh in Australia about, you know, the government will look us down over one case of COVID. In New Zealand, they will actually do that. Yeah. So it's, 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 it's low, if it's a low number, they'll, they'll do lockdowns here. Um, but in New Zealand, it's like, if we've got one case, we'll lock down. But yeah, it, it has been the same sort of mindset here. Western Australia had, has had nine deaths of COVID. Queensland's had seven. Actually, Western Australia's had 20,000 deaths since March 2020 from things that aren't COVID and, and nine from COVID. Um, so it's very much, you know, very low figures down here, single digits for Queensland and Western Australia. South Australia, I think you think it's four. So it's mostly single digits unless you're talking about New South Wales and Victoria, which are also the biggest states. And have the most and have the most population dense areas in Australia. So, but ever, everywhere else, it's it's single digits. And you compare that to the tyranny we're seeing. It's like it's not there's no it's not even proportionate. So you're like I know people who are more supportive of it because you know, if the measures are proportionate to the risk the country is being uh, is facing. But right now, like the amount of measures, the, how strict they're going right now, like Queensland closing its borders entirely, when we've got seven deaths since March of 2020. last year. 2020 yes. yeah i was looking at the figures the other day so a lot of your a lot of your states have had like 500 to a thousand percent more suicide deaths than covid deaths in their state in your states yeah so we we have i think victoria i think it was 148 people 148 teens uh were hospitalized every month the, or every month this year for attempting suicide or self-harm that's just crazy, man. I think we've had I think we've had the most teenage girls commit suicide ever uh, this year. It's just it's brutal, dude. And it's like it's like yeah, well, what do you expect when you got a bunch of teens who want to go do shit, especially in a place like Australia where like life is probably pretty fun before all this shit for for young people. You know, you can go out and do all kinds of fun stuff. At you know, when I was eighteen, it was like we got to go to the pool hall and drink in the in the alley. You guys get to like go out at young age and go to the bars and hang out with your friends. And now it's like all of a sudden, boom! You can't do any of that anymore. It's got to be brutal. It's, I mean, it's brutal mentally everywhere for everyone. But that's just got to. That's one of those places where it's just got to be yes. really bad, really bad. You know, you can't share a Vegemite sandwich with your friends anymore, dude. It's rough. It's rough. We're gonna talk about that in the members only chat, by the way. Your your guys's uh, Vegemite. Are you a fan? Yes, of course. Oh, we're gonna talk of about. Of course, it. I am. I'm an Aussie. Uh, yeah, it's like it's like part of, it's the stereotype. You gotta like it. Uh, Rich yes. Clark. Rich Clark. Thanks for the two dollars super chat. He said, "19 year old Josh spreading liberty down under." Yeah, it's true. It was fun. It was a good time. Not gonna lie. Australian women love American men. It's true. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why it is. I was told. I was told when I was uh, in the Navy. Oh yeah, it's like legal to beat your wife there, so they really like American guys. And I was like, huh. Is that true? I don't even know if what? that's true. Yeah, that's what I was like. I don't think that's I true. I don't think. No, as far as I know, it's not. You know, I haven't come across anything in, in, in law, at least in Queensland, on that. Um, no, but yeah, it like look look, look back to World War Two, for example. There was like a serious concern in the UK about the number of UK women who were dating US soldiers. Oh yeah, yeah, and they came over. So it, it's 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 a it's a worldwide thing that's been there for a long time. Like America being seen as as so rich and uh, rich and athletic and, and sporty and enhanced and that sort of stuff. You did that it's that stereotype. Yeah, I did, I tried to drive a car there in Australia when I was there. Uh that was interesting. I hit a lot of curbs. Wrong side of the road for you guys. Wrong side of the road, wrong well, side wrong side of the road, wrong right side, side of the car. Right side of the road and yeah, but <laughs> Yeah, and and I'm just like so like a right turn is on the right is like usually you know you're on this side of the car but you're making a right turn right next to the curb it's really strange it's bizarre it's very it's very strange trying to drive and, and if and i was driving stick uh so i had to uh uh shift gears with my left hand which is very strange but the gas pedal and the and the uh and the clutch are on the on the same sides like right foot left foot, yes you know what i mean so not too bad um rogue liberty podcast thanks for two pounds is, is, is that what they are? Euros, pounds, whatever, same thing. Uh, spreading liberty like Marmite, Vegemite. Is Marmite and Vegemite the same thing? No, Vegemite's got vegetable. Vegemite has vegetable extracts in it, I'm pretty sure. And what the hell is Marmite? Then? So they are somewhat similar. Marmite is it's more, it's Vegemite without the, um, without the veggie part. Huh. 
Was I? What the hell is? What is it? What is it in that spread, dude? I tried it once. It, it's 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 mostly based off of yeast and, and the like. Okay, so it's just like a spice. It's, it's, spread. it's, a, it's a yeast base. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. No, it was like it was like really salty. That's what I remember. Yeah, it is. It is, it is salty, but it's, you know we like our salt over here. Yeah, it was like salty and really kind of not appealing to look at. That's for sure. But it didn't taste half as bad. It didn't. It really didn't. Uh, but but Brits have the HP sauce. You guys use HP sauce over there? Is that something you guys use? No. No. Oh man, it's my favorite sauce in the world. Uh, but I understand why it's so good in, in Britain because they don't use any spices, and so you you have to douse your food in uh, in some kind of sauce. So they just love their HP sauce. But so what do you think is going to happen, man? What do you what do you think is going on? What do you think you guys are going to be able to do? What's gonna What's it going to take to push back against your government, man? It's going to take a lot. Like right now in Victoria, uh, Dan Andrews, the premier down there, who has a cult following, hashtag I stand with Dan. If you ever want a black pill, go on Twitter, look up hashtag I stand with Dan for five minutes and you'll be blackpilled basically. Uh, they're as bad as the Trump cults. Of course, they can't, they can't, they don't see it that way, but they are as bad as the Trump cults. That's, he's got, he's got lots of support down there in, in, uh, in Victoria. And he's literally said, that if you aren't vaccinated, you're going to be locked out of the economy, basically. So, you know, you're not going to be able to do anything at all in, in the market or, or in businesses or anything like that. You're going to be locked out of the economy entirely if you don't have the, the vaccine. And again, people supporting this. Uh, we've had two elections since COVID started. We had, I think, November last year was, was Queensland's election. And then early this year, we had Western Australia's election. Uh, both states saw a swing towards the Labor government. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I mean, I so mean, the, what's the what are what, you know the uh, the the Liberal Democrats? I mean, what are they what are they like? Are they just nothing or what? So it depends where you are. So federally, they're okay. You know, Lionhound's pretty good. Uh, in Victoria, they're good. There's two two of them in the um, Victorian upper house. The um, Whatever they're called, I don't remember the names of it because we only have one house of of parliament in in Queensland. We don't have a, a senate. Um, it's just house of reps, um, which is a whole other story. There, it's, it's 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 quite it's quite complex. But long story short, senators used to be appointed um, by the governor, who's the queen's face in Australia. Labor appointed a bunch of um of their friends into the upper house and then voted to abolish it to pass laws. Uh, but, but basically in, in Victoria, um, in the, in the lower house, Dan Andrews government has a majority. Um, the, the prime minister is based on whoever has the majority in, in the lower house. Uh, and then in the upper house, they've got a minority. So that's what with cross benches, which are minor parties um, because neither them nor the liberals have, have control of, 51% of Senate, so they've got to work with, with minor parties. Um, there are three libertarians, yeah, libertarians um, in, in Victoria. You've got the two Lib Dems, um, Quilty, Tom Quilty, I think is someone else. I don't remember their names. It's, it's two states down. Um, and Fiona Patton, who is a libertarian, apparently, who voted to support lockdowns. So go figure. Yeah, libertarian. Um, yeah, sure. Yeah, but sport, sports lockdowns and that sort of stuff. So, you know, issue really libertarian, I don't know. Like, again, I don't like gatekeeping, but like, if you're going to support lockdowns and that sort of stuff, you know, you probably aren't a libertarian. Um, so Lib Dems are popular in, reasonably popular in Victoria. Um, so, yeah, they've got the two in the upper house. And when they voted to uh, close down the parks and that sort of stuff, uh, these two MPs then sat on chairs outside of the parliamentary building to protest. They couldn't be arrested because there were parliamentarians on parliament ground doing parliamentary sure. duty. So they were there protesting, which is good to see. Um, but at federally, again, David Lionhelm's pretty good. Uh, in in um, Queensland, not so good. Uh, they ran their first candidate at, it, at the federal level in Queensland in the groom by-election, which was a, a few months ago. I think it was early this year. Um, and... They ran a guy who owned a vape store in in my electorate groom, which is where Toowoomba is in in a state that voted in in a seat that voted against uh, gay marriage. Oh, so you know, probably shouldn't be running a, a vape store owner in a, that much of a conservative uh, place. Kind of shit. And then 
for the upcoming federal election, that's March or April next year, they're running uh, Campbell Newman, uh, the former state premier, uh, who was a Liberal, and then he's flipped to Lib Dems this year. Again, he's not very good. Um, turned Australia's, uh, Queensland has been mostly a Labor state at the state level and then Liberal at a national level just because of how the, the seats are done in, in gerrymandering and that sort of stuff. But he turned a record... Uh, go- a record-sized government into a one-term government got voted out the next election. Oh, wow. uh, militarized the police, mandatory minimums for um, legal gun ownership. Uh, what else did he do? He did a lot of privatization, which people, you know, chastised him for from the left. He uh, he had tough laws on on bikey gangs and that sort of stuff. So like like your rednecks, basically. So he's not very much he's not very much liked by libertarians, and he's claiming to be a libertarian. So he's, he's going to he's going to do more harm than good up here. But yeah, definitely at, at a at a federal level, or at least in New South Wales, which is where Lionhelm is, and in and in Victoria, they're pretty good. But in the rest of the country, not so much. Those are probably their their strongest points. These those two states, and they're going to. So I reckon they might get another MP or two. A senator or two at the upcoming federal election in one of those two states, but in the rest of the country, they're not really a force. Sure, sure. Uh, what's the what's the weed laws laws like over there? Are you guys still super locked down on weed? It's illegal everywhere except Canberra or the ACT, the Australian Capital Territory, which is basically our version of DC. Um, they have two senators at the federal level, unlike unlike DC. So they're not a state, but they're also not a territory per state. But they call they call it territory, but they're not, they're not exactly like DC is in the sense of being a territory in that sense, because they do have MPs and two senators, despite being a territory. But they have legalized small amounts of weed for personal use, but uh, that's at odds with federal law, which is uh, made marijuana illegal. So every other state has made it illegal, which is really interesting considering that there was a study done that suggested that around a third of Aussies um, age 14 or older have used illegal substances. I think it was, a, what was it, a 20, 2014 possibly, uh, 9 million people over the age of 14 have used uh, weed of a population of 25 million people. So it's, it's, we've got a high drug use rate. Yeah. Uh, but it's illegal everywhere. That's so crazy. That's I mean, that's how the states were too. Everybody was here. Everybody here was smoking weed uh, when it was all illegal, and and now the states are still at odds with federal law and and how they schedule their their drugs. And uh, but it's like every year, like three new states legalize it. So it's like at some point the federal government's not going to be able to do anything. They can't do anything about it now. But they're they're really getting close to a point where it's like they're just they're going to have to deschedule it. I mean, they're going to have to one hundred percent. But uh, well, well, given given our given our taxes on alcohol and cigarettes. If they do legalize it, it'll be highly taxed. Oh, sure. That's uh, the, when they legalized it. When I was living in Washington. The first thing they did was put a thirty-seven percent excise tax on it. It was like the first thing they did. It made it almost impossible for people to go to business. I think there was like seven big owners there who could own them because they could afford to do it, and the rest of the rest of the people were like, "We can't even afford to open up a, a, a pot stop." You know what I mean? Because it's like thirty-seven percent excise tax, and you still got to deal with the sales tax. You still got to pay your employees. Your employees got to get ta- you know you got to pay your your uh, labor taxes. And I just it was just is a mess. I mean, you know, people are given 50% of their profits back from what they're making. And it's like, they can't afford to run that way. Um, half mass, half mass Swanson. Thank you for the, uh, five, five Australian dollars. That's what you guys call them, right? Australian dollars. Yes. Uh, super chat. If you guys are interested in spreading some freedom, we have lots of oil and based straight. What's based straight. Where's that at? That's uh, in between Victoria and Tasmania. Got lots of oil there. Hey, man, you know, you guys need a little, you need a little democracy over there in, uh, in Australia. You know, we'll come and, we'll come and liberate yes. you. We'll, we'll Please play, do. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll install some new puppet dictators for you. Absolutely. Uh, Look, I don't, I don't support violence, but, you know, at this point, you know, it's, it's getting quite bad. Yeah. I mean, it's, like, I, I did find, it, I did find the cannabis, I did find the cannabis laws for, for my state. Uh, supplying cannabis is 20 years. Holy shit. Can you imagine? 20 years for a plant, man. Uh, let's see. Ryan Bedford, $5 super chat. Is there a libertarian Dundee outback badass next show, maybe? Uh, you, you guys got like some libertarian outback badass there or what? 
we've got a couple of people from Western Australia, which is probably the closest you're going to get. Uh, so on the on the main Gumtree show, we're going to be doing like it'll be two split into two segments. There'll be you know it'll mostly be pre-recorded stuff just because you know time zones and the fact that like we've got people from like myself, a uni student, to uh, the, other, the other two hosts are, are fathers with with a family, so you know it's it's hard to find time uh to to record so it's going to be all recorded but we do have a working on a live stream as well which will be like with guests and that sort of stuff a bit more like a, a bit more like uh, how you do things but the most the best we have the closest the closest we have is probably aussie centrist who is a center libertarian and from western australia and he's on well, he's one of the co-hosts on, on the main show but yeah he's probably the best we have in terms of more more outbacky style sure sure i uh you know it's funny we grew up watching crocodile dundee and it's like just automatically thought everyone from australia was like crocodile dundee when you're a kid uh and then you go visit there and you're like yeah now these people are kind of like me just way more chill lots of surfers though you guys got a lot of surfers there yes i'm guessing you obviously know the the, that's the the knife scene yeah in from dundee of course that knife is illegal in in most places shocking i'm shocked i for for one i'm extremely shocked man they just they just bend you guys over it's the same. It's the same sort of reason with with gun laws. It's you know you've got to have a valid reason, which is mostly like being a farmer or, or being rural or something like that. But most people, especially in cities, you know you can't own that. You can't own a knife like that. There was a famous uh, story a few years ago of a guy who got a knife and went on a on a stabbing spree in Sydney or Victoria, Sydney or Melbourne, um, and people chased after him with like wicked chairs and and milk crates and that sort of stuff. That's just so self-defense is, is chairs and milk crates. That's uh, that's wild, man. Uh, so yeah, I I got a new banner up there. It says the spiders are the good part of Australia. Who knew? Uh, and it you know I feel like you guys need to just go around and collect spiders and drop them in Parliament and be like, good luck, you know, and just walk away like a spider bomb, spider bomb, dude, something, something crazy like that. Uh, these people are literally just uh, they're out for your rights, man. You guys are gonna have to fight. I don't know. I don't know what else to tell you guys. Like I, anytime I talk to an Aussie on online, it's like the, all I can say is like, we don't want violence, man, but you guys are going to have to fight, man. What else? We don't even really have it. We don't really even have many rights. Uh, we we don't have a federal bill of rights. Right. I think we've we've got a couple of state level. Uh, we've got one in, in Queensland, one in Victoria. I think there's one somewhere else. Uh, but we literally only have five rights in the Constitution, and those rights are the right to a jury, uh, the right to vote, freedom of religion, and then prohibitions against unjust taking of your property by anyone else. And then it's also illegal to prohibit. It's also illegal to discriminate on the basis of state of residency, which is you know what they're doing now. Kind of kind of being ignored right now with all the, <laughs> with all the border laws. Um, but we have we have five rights in it in our Constitution, and none of them are like free speech or anything like that so it, it's all it's all common law uh done by the done by the courts and that's easy to be overridden by by statute that's just wild man well i feel for you brother i really do i hope that the uh, australians can get out of this what do you got coming up next man what where can people find you support you listen to you all that great stuff so you can find me at liberty down under on on instagram spelt the way that my name is on here with an E-R and under. On Twitter, it's U-N-D-R. Um, just because you can't have 16 characters in your at on on Twitter. And then, obviously, Gumtree uh, of Liberty Podcast on, on YouTube is up there. And it's coming in on Spotify and that sort of stuff over the coming weeks. Uh, we've got a couple of live streams lined up at, towards the end of September. We've got one with uh, C.D. McRae and then we're possibly doing another one on on religion and libertarianism uh, towards the end of September. So we've got those ones coming up. We haven't finalized dates for those yet, but yeah, we do have, make sure you go check out the, uh, that podcast. And when the, when the website does come out, I'll also uh, be creating that one on my Twitter as well. You're going to have my, is- my coon ass home, my coon ass homie CD McRae on the show. I'm excited. Yes. That's going to be fun. No one's going to be able to understand the, to anybody in the entire show. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. No, look, look- we're going to look at some of the um, legislation with and and case law from the courts with regards to uh, interstate travel and and border control. Nice, nice man. Well, hey man, I feel for you. I hope you guys can get some uh, some respite soon from the the impending tyranny that you guys are facing. 
Uh, I, I will do anything I can to make sure I help you guys out. Just let me know what, uh, some of us Americans can do, but, uh, it sounds like you definitely got a fight on your hands, brother. And I hope you, I hope you keep going. Uh, if you, thanks. Yeah, absolutely. If you can give me like two minutes, I'll shut down this stream and we'll start the members only stream to talk about Vegemite sandwiches. All right. Thanks. All right, guys, another awesome show, Break the Cycle. Uh, he's a good kid, man. Go follow him on on Twitter, uh, Liberty Down Under, without the E at the end of the under. Uh, he's really cool, man. He's been following me for a while. We talk a lot. He's in my uh, Discord server as well, if you guys ever want to join that. There's a lot of cool people. A lot of people who have been on the show are in there. Top Lobster and Angela McArdle and Stefan Kinsella and uh, great people. So uh, definitely check him out. Follow him. Check out his new podcast uh, and support the efforts of Australian people trying to push back on tyranny, man. I mean, there it's full on despotism over there. So, um, as for us here, guys, please check out my sponsors. Oh no. Let's talk about shows. Uh, tomorrow is my hundredth episode. And for my hundredth episode, uh, celebration, I wanted to have a really cool show about the culture war. So we're going to do a roundtable discussion about the culture war, uh, with my friend, top lobster, my friend and partner on the show, top lobster, uh, Stand-up comedian Adam Nutter, stand-up comedian Robbie the Fire Bernstein, and of course, hardcore political activist and uh, founder of Black Guns Matter, Maj Ture. This show's going to be awesome, man. I want to talk about culture and how we can change culture. So we got two stand-up comedians, somebody who's uh, trying to influence culture through art and somebody who's influencing culture uh, in, in the black community heavily uh, through political activism and, and uh, uh, education on rights. So that's going to be a lot of fun. I'm very interested for that conversation. And of course, on Friday, everybody's favorite nerd, John Hudak from the Fakertarians, will be here uh, to get absolutely roasted uh, it, while he tries to explain to me why uh, I shouldn't have certain people that he doesn't find uh, 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 good voices for liberty on my show that is not about debating. Uh, but tomorrow or on Thursday or Friday, it will be a bit of a debate. I promise you guys. Um, check out my sponsors, toplobster.com, the man, the myth, the legend, my good friend and partner on Break the Cycle, where you can get this great Wear the Master that I'm wearing tonight at a 10% discount by using BTC at checkout, or you can join the Patreon and subscribe star or right underneath all of my videos here on YouTube. You can hit the join link for $6 a month and become a channel member. Get into a private discord server where you can get 30% off of all new top lobster designs up to two weeks before they go to the uh, general public. Of course, if you become a patron or a subscribe star, you can get uh, the custom break the cycle shirt, uh, for a certain tier, or you can get the mugs. There's some other swag there. Uh, you guys can get into the Patreon and see all the after hours content. If you join here on the, on the show, you get the custom emojis in the live chat, custom badges that change color, depending on how long you've been a member of the show. And of course, uh, you get to watch all of the members only streams right after my shows for free. So check all that stuff out, man. I promise you it's great. If you're over there watching on, uh, or listening on the, uh, podcast apps, please Come and uh, subscribe to my channel at youtube.com backslash fight the despots. If you're watching here, you can subscribe on all your favorite podcast apps. If you are not able to make the live stream and help bump those numbers too, I would be very, very appreciative. And of course, executive producer of the show, anthemplanning.com for all your emergency and crisis planning needs. Check them out today. See what they can do for your business, home, or personal life. They're doing a wonderful job that the government has historically sucked at much cheaper and much more efficiently. Uh, I promise you by next week's show, we're going to have some new ads. I, I, I've been uh, doing a lot of video editing. My fiance has launched her YouTube channel today. Uh, if you're into that crunchy mom organic stuff, uh, she's doing really cool vlogs, and I'm actually doing all the video editing for it. Uh, I've taken my first dive into Adobe Premiere Plus, which is no easy feat, let me tell you. Uh, but I have had a really good teacher, and I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos to learn how to do it. And we've got her first video almost completely done, and it'll be dropping on Monday morning. So if you can go find Julia Annalise, A-N-N-A-L-I-S-E, uh, Julia spelled like July with an A, uh, on YouTube, Subscribe, man. Give her give her a boost. She's a she's a stay at home mom of seven who's busting her ass, took in four kids that are not hers um, to support, and uh, and uh, she's gonna try and make a name for herself on YouTube and, and social media. So go give her a follow. I promise the videos are good. I'm the one editing them. Uh, no one's had a video that's gonna be this good at their as their first YouTube video. I promise. Um, and she could use the boost, um, guys. I will see you tomorrow for the hundredth episode celebration with Mastre and. Robbie the Fire and uh, Adam Nutter and my good friend Top Lobster. But until then, don't forget to break the cycle. Due to legal reasons, I just have
time to explain The lyrics of my last song may seem to contain A violent call to action in the personal frame But I just spammed it in Minecraft The helicopter part was in reference to GTA 5 and the things you do So any violence you commit, I am not an excuse Because I just spammed it in Minecraft a tripper is my friend and he's constantly cold Accusations of incitement getting totally old Make your own choices, yeah, you have control Because I just landed in Minecraft Obviously I would never advocate force Unless there's due process and a trial, of course And if you're convicted, we will make you a corpse In Minecraft, just in Minecraft You're nothing I mean, you know it No product is, get so close to COVID Holy shit, I think I'll 